Good morning and welcome to episode 20 of Mystery, Murder, and Magic. And I am more than thrilled that we've made it to episode 20. So here's to many more. Well, today I've got a story for you that I think you'll want to hear. You may have heard of her before. Her nicknames have included the Black Widow, La Madrina, the Cocaine Godmother, and the Queen of Narco Trafficking. We're talking about Griselda Blanco. Now, I remember watching an episode of Evil Lives Here. That's a, a show on the ID channel. Now, I watched it a couple of years ago, and this guy was talking about his mom. Now, I didn't get on it in on it from the beginning so i wasn't sure who he was talking about at first but as i listened and i watched it didn't take me long to figure out who he was talking about but i couldn't believe how sadistic one woman could be all in the name of cocaine and money but here's a little background on her she was born on february february 15th 1943 in columbia south america almost said South Carolina, sorry, South America, <laughs> when she was only four, only four, y'all, she allegedly kidnapped, attempted to ransom, and shot a child from an upscale neighborhood at four years old. When she was nine years old, she ran away from home to escape her mother's boyfriend who was sexually abusing her. Before she was 13, she was a pickpocket. Now, in the mid-70s, she immigrated to the United States with her second husband with fake passports, and they settled in the Queens, New York area. Um, once they were there, they started a large-scale cocaine business. But in April of 1975, she was indicted on federal drug conspiracy charges along with 30 people that she had working under her. But before she could be arrested, she went back to Colombia. But then, in the late 70s, she came back to America, and this time she settled in Miami, Florida. Now, the son that was on Evil Lives Here, his name is Michael Corleone Blanco. He gave a really good account of what it was like growing up as the Black Widow's son. Michael was 10 years younger than the rest of his brothers, and apparently Griselda hadn't planned on having more kids when she got pregnant with Michael. But from what he described, it seemed like she really loved him. Um, he said that from an early age, he knew their family was different. And he knew that his mother was definitely the boss. Griselda coached him almost daily on what to say if he was asked this or that. So, like, if he was asked what his parents' names were, he had to tell um, or he was to say that their names were um, Beatrice and Tony. If he was asked why they were so rich, he was to tell people they owned real estate. He never went to school and he had private tutors and he was never allowed to play outside with like all the little kids in the neighborhood. He was always surrounded by what he found out later was bodyguards. He just thought it was family. And even when the family took a trip to Disney World 
They were surrounded by bodyguards. Now, Griselda always wore wigs and other things that um, helped to disguise who she was when she would go out. Um, so, when Michael was, like, really little, he thought his mom was, like, a celebrity or something. Now, he recalled one day hearing his mom and dad arguing. And apparently, the dad, his dad had cheated on his mom. And she caught him. Griselda made the woman he was cheating with disappear. And then basically kicked Michael's dad out of the house. And Michael would see him for short periods of time. But one day he picked Michael up. He told Griselda that he was taking Michael to the mall. But instead they drove straight to the airport and flew to Columbia. Now once they were in Columbia... They were driving somewhere, and some men, disguised as police officers, pulled him over, and they gunned down Michael's dad right in front of him. And, I mean, Michael was still just a little guy when he was just, like, gunned down right in front of him. And he had no idea who his mother was until she was finally arrested in 1985 in Colum um, California. A cousin told him who she was. He had no idea who his mother was or what she had been up to all those years. It was one of his older brothers who told him that their mother was responsible for having his father killed. But later when he asked her about that when he was visiting her in prison, she denied it. Um, it's believed that Griselda was responsible for over 200 assassinations and for 3,400 pounds of cocaine coming into the United States each month. I mean, that's a lot of cocaine, y'all. Um, her distribution network, which spanned all over the United States, brought in... Now, I read two different amounts. One said $8 million, Another one said $80 million a month. But either way... That's still a lot of money a month, okay? In 1994, when her prison sentence was done, they turned around and charged her with three murders in Miami. Um, so she was, went back into prison. Um, in 2002, while she was still in prison, she had a heart attack. Now, she only served a total of 19 years for all the crimes she committed or had other people commit for her. She was released in 2004, and when she was released, she was deported back to Colombia. Now, outside of what I learned about this family on the ID Channel show, I found a few other interesting facts about them. After Griselda was imprisoned, Michael continued to run the cocaine business under his mom's leadership, even though she was in jail. But in 2012, he himself was arrested and put on house arrest for two counts of cocaine trafficking and conspiracy to traffic cocaine. Michael's dad, who was Griselda's third husband, wasn't the father of his older brothers. But his older brothers, and of course his dad too, were all killed before Michael ever reached adulthood. Her second husband was a man by the name of Alberto Bravo. And together, he and Griselda built a drug empire while they were still in Colombia. One night, she confronted him in a nightclub parking lot about millions of dollars missing from their profits. 
She pulled a pistol on him, and he turned around and pulled an Uzi on her. But in the end, Bravo and his and six of his bodyguards lay dead, and she got away with only a minor gunshot wound to the stomach. So it was like right after this that she moved to Miami. Now, at the age of 69, Griselda was gunned down outside of a butcher shop by two people on a motorcycle. La Madrina passed away from two close-range bullets to the head. Now, this is strictly my opinion, but she's probably the most ruthless criminal that I've talked about so far on this podcast. She had no regard for human life. And basically only cared about the almighty dollar. Now, and like I said, I don't know her personally. Didn't I never knew her. That's just my opinion. And that's just the way it comes to me. And I keep thinking about Michael's dad. And I mean, there's no way I would have cheated on Griselda. Knowing what she was capable of. Um, he basically signed his own death warrant. When he decided to step out with another woman. And then he kidnapped their child and went to a country that Griselda started her business in. He had to know that she would have people looking for him. She had had so many people killed, so why would he be any different? Now, one of the three victims that she was charged um, in Florida with in 1994, um, that she was charged with murder for, he was only three years old. He was riding in a vehicle with his father, who happened to be the intended target for the shooting. And on a news clip that I watched about this killing, it was said that Griselda was not even bothered by the fact that an innocent innocent child's life was taken. Now, one last thing I want to say about this um, is that Griselda was only five feet tall. So, she wasn't a tall, imposing woman. Now, she's only was only about an inch shorter than my mom and my daughter. And, you know, we tend to think of people of small stature, I guess you could say, as, you know, the little, quiet, cute ones. But, honestly, when I stop to think about it, I can see my mom or daughter being... <laughs> my bosses well that's all i've got for today i hope you've enjoyed this episode um you know like i always say if you have anything you want to ask uh episode ideas comments questions get it you know just send us an email it's 3mpodcast3 at gmail.com you can check out our facebook page at facebook.com slash 3mpodcast now y'all have a good week um don't forget the Midweek Mini is coming up on Wednesday, and the um, Weekend Weird Files will be back on Saturday. Y'all have a good rest of your day, and have a really good week.